Welcome to Journalistic Integrity. I'm your host, Robert Murphy. The Chiefs stink. They lost on Sunday. Really mad about that. We'll get into that later. But first, we're joined by a fantastic sports mind, Reed Jacoby. Reed, how are you doing today on this wonderful Monday night? I'm good, man. I'm good. How about you, buddy? I'm good, man. So let's start with the NBA. We're recording this Monday night. Um, what is this? The 12th or 13th? Monday night, the uh, game six was Sunday night. Not a great game. So uh, for those of you that live under a rock, didn't see the game, the Lakers blew out the heat to win uh, their 17th championship. LeBron James takes home his fourth uh Finals championship, his fourth NBA Finals MVP trophy, and his uh, a ring with his third team so far in his career. So he is racking up the accolades. Not much was going on in game six. I mean, the uh, Lakers came out and really in the second quarter just kind of punched them in the face and did not let them get back up uh, until kind of the late fourth quarter where they're getting some of those garbage points. But uh, it, did anything stick out to you in game six uh, with Drogic coming back? Uh, did you expect more out of the Heat? Yeah, uh, I just want to start. We got to give a – I mean, as much as I hate LeBron James, I think we just got to appreciate him. Just a quick moment of appreciate appreciation for him there. I mean, we're – Tip your cap to We're him. witnessing greatness. We really are all witnesses, as much as I hate to say it. But, uh, I mean, the Lakers figuring him out. I mean, especially defensively. I mean, Miami just couldn't do anything. Uh, Miami's getting terrible shots. L.A. was getting great shots. Uh, defensively, L.A. switching really, really bothered Miami. I think it just wore them down. Um, you know, Miami relies on a lot of off-ball movement, cutting. You know, uh, they run like a really heavy motion offense. You know, that's a lot of effort because you're – I mean, they put so much effort in defensively and offensively. They're always moving, cutting. I just think they really, really wore down, and they shoot a lot of threes. Didn't make a lot of threes, obviously, but I mean, just credit to Frank Vogel. I mean, I thought he was really smart, just throwing the ball to LeBron AD in the post. Um, I mean, they got whatever shots they wanted the entire series. Um, I mean, the defense, the defense really stood out to me yeah. because I mean, they they absolutely put the clamps on, them. and I think Vogel said it in one of those interviews. But they seemed like they had a notch um, that they could go to. In, like, every series, they kind of brought it out, that extra level, whether it's against the Rockets in, like, game two, um, and then the game against the Blazers, where they just put the clamps on the offense. And they really did that this game, and they weren't getting many open shots. Uh, Duncan Robinson made a couple at the beginning, but Jimmy Butler could not get going. Um, it just seemed like they were really locked in. I can only imagine LeBron those 36 hours before the game after they lost that game five where he got the guys locked in. And uh, so LeBron averages 29, 30 points, uh, just under 12 assists, eight and a half rebounds. So definitely deserving of the uh, finals MVP. Um, where where do the Heat go from here? Do they need to make any any moves or are you happy with their yeah, team? Yeah, I mean, forward? obviously they're, they're really good. We talked about the first pod we did together. They're a way to attack you. They have multiple guys, but multiple positions multiple athletes, multiple guys that can handle it, multiple guys that can shoot it. But Bam out of bio gets hurt, and now you're throwing in Miles Leonard. I mean, Pat Riley, do you, do you really not have another, like, big you can throw in there? Like, I, you got Kelly Olenek. He's more of a backup center because he, he's like an Enos Cantor type. Like, he's a one-way player. You can't really start him in the NBA Finals. But, I mean, they got to have another big besides Miles Leonard, 
to to be a backup to I mean the Lakers have like four bigs they're rotating in and out seven footers um I mean it doesn't have to be an expensive guy I just think when you're building a roster you got to prepare for you know your starting center to get hurt and not really have a plan B in the NBA finals I thought was a little disappointing but I think Miami's fine they're just going to keep building building I mean Jimmy Butler I mean he literally was playing point guard and just averaging triple double in the NBA Finals. I mean, that was that was yeah. LeBron like. So I mean, just continue to build around him. I mean, Spolster is going to always adapt to the modern game, offensively and defensively. Uh, Pat Riley knows how to run a team, as we've seen. I'm sure they'll be an attractive destination, but it's also going to be a little different. You're going to have to go on the road and win some playoff games. I mean, that's a different story, but but I mean, Miami will be fine as long as Eric Spolstra, Jimmy Butler, Pat Riley are there. That yeah, that game five. I mean, Jimmy Butler was insane. They're just running the offense through him, and you could see him like limping after the press conference. Where he, I mean, he was completely spent. And so, I mean, so our predictions were pretty accurate. I believe I said uh, Lakers in seven. You said Lakers in yep. six. Uh, so you got it exactly. I was a game off, but I feel like I almost feel like I was two games off because <laughs> the Lakers were not letting this. They, they should. I think they well, should have won. Well, five. you kind of said it earlier, it's, man. Like. You talked about how the Lakers kind of had that next gear. I mean, I just think they really just – when they wanted to, like, they just lock in and start, like, really, really trying. And no one really had an answer for that. Like, just watching them last night on defense, like, my, Miami couldn't even get, like, an open shot. Like, LeBron was like, I'm winning this ring right now. Like, I'm not I'm done, done fucking around. Like, that's kind of how I felt. That's kind of how I felt with them throughout the whole bubble thing. Their, their energy level, whether it was high or low, Basically, it was their reserve results when they're when they had high energy. I mean, they were dominating you. Yeah, and and LeBron. I mean, we'll never see another guy be able to control a team the way that he controls that yep. team. They feed off his energy. The end of Game Five is when I saw LeBron flip a switch where he was doing the stuff that he was doing back in 2012 with the Heat, where he would just play bully ball, attack the rim. Even if he missed the layup, he would jump like quick, uh, jump up, get the rebound in the lay-in. And he did that multiple times at the end of game five. And I really thought they were going to win that game because uh, LeBron was making threes too. And I thought uh, Van Gundy had a really good quote where when after LeBron made a three and he was like, you know what happens to the other teams when LeBron <laughs> makes threes? They usually lose. And that's usually what happens. But uh, the Heat were able to win game five. So you got to tip your cap to them for winning that game. But, I mean, the Lakers were the better team there. They kind of let them hang around a little bit longer. But uh, – I mean, that game five was, was an all-time great game. Uh, so, any um, any uh, parting thoughts for the NBA Finals or, or the bubble in general? No, I thought the NBA, what they pulled off, was uh, really, really impressive. Obviously, with the NFL right now, um, it's making the NBA look even smarter. I think it's going to be – NBA. Is, I think the tough part for the NBA now is when do we start the next season? Are we going to put are – we, are we only going to play if there's fans in the seat? Like, I don't think you could possibly do, a, like, a bubble to start the beginning of the season. I think it just worked out perfectly. They are pretty much done with the regular season. They were able to roll it like that. But um, overall, man, I thought it was awesome. It was really entertaining. You know, especially that first round. There's games every night, multiple games a day. Um, but, I, you know, I, I think that's what makes the NBA playoffs so special when, you know, LeBron James goes and drops – you know, 40, 15, 15 in game six on the road to force a game seven, you know, like that's what makes the NBA playoffs so special. And just not having the fans, obviously in those atmospheres. I think, I think in a way it took a, a little bit away from individual performances, but overall as a team, I think, you know, the Lakers will always be known as 2020 NBA champions. 
I just think individual playoff performance, like we might forget about the Jimmy, like the game five, Jimmy Butler performance, you know, right. because it wasn't like in the Staples Center, like on the road or something like that, you know, to force a game six. Right. That's kind of and then the thing. highlights are going to always be, always going to be weird when you're showing them and it's an yeah. empty stadium and it, and it looks so foreign. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it would have been interesting to see LeBron going into Miami playing those games when the fans were going to be yelling at him yeah. and like, cause I mean, a, a lot of them still like, don't forgive them whether that's right or wrong. Um, they don't sports forgive them for leaving town, but uh, he did bring them two rings. So, I mean, how mad can you be? So let's, uh, so that was the NBA finals. Um, Lakers one and six. Uh, it's cool to see LeBron get his fourth. If he gets his fifth, I think he's got a really, really good case against MJ, but uh, we'll talk about that another time. So let's shift to the NFL. My Chiefs lost the Raiders. Um, I'm really, really mad about that because I don't like Derek yeah. Carr. I don't like his. I don't like his eyeliner. I don't like the lotion that he puts on his arms to make him look bigger. I don't like really anything that Derek Carr does. So, the everyone thinks that the Chiefs have a good offense. Everyone thinks it's unstoppable. Let me read something to you real quick. So, uh, let's see. So the second, so the Chiefs immediately scored like 21 points right off the bat. I think in four possessions, they're up 21-10. Then they go punt, field goal, punt, 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 interception. So that's like, what is that, five or six? <laughs> six, six straight possessions, and they only have three points. And so it shows that the Chiefs are inconsistent. A good offense is consistently driving like your Packers do. Like they're always getting, you know, at least – 25 yards in the possession. But the Chiefs, they'll rattle off three straight touchdowns, and everyone's like, oh, my gosh, this is the best offense ever. But then they'll go two and a half quarters not doing anything. Like, I'm looking at these uh, punt possessions. They gained seven yards, eight yards, 12 yards, uh, and then an interception, which should have been a pick six. The guy was tackled at the one-yard line, and then they ran it in. Uh, and then the Chiefs scored kind of like a, a touchdown late. But it was that those two quarters where they didn't do anything. It was really frustrating. Um, the holds were bad for the Chiefs, especially on big plays. Uh, they get caught up with holding. Um, the blueprint is now kind of out for the Chiefs. You rush four. If you can get pressure with four, you have a chance. If you blitz, uh, the Chiefs receivers are going to beat that one-on-one -on -one coverage. Uh, so did you watch yeah, any man, of this game? I actually watched the majority of it. I pretty much was watching every game yesterday. Um, so just watching the Chiefs, I mean, you can't help but wonder what the hell all secondary was doing, man. I mean, just dudes running. I mean, you, I think we caught Mahomes on the sideline saying he's wide open in the middle of the field. Um, yeah, Rush yeah. killed us. And then uh, you, you talked about how Green Bay, you know, one thing Green Bay does really well is they run the football. You know, Andy Reid, kind of, it's kind of been his MO. He doesn't really like to run the football. He's got a new toy in Edwards Hilaire. But, I mean, they're going to they're gonna run the show through Mahomes. And I, and I thought that's what got him in trouble yesterday. I just thought it was a lot of, Patrick Mahomes just running around, running around, just making unbelievable plays more than like the Chiefs executing on a high level. And I also feel like it's a lot of every third down, I feel like the ball's going. I know Travis Kelsey's a great weapon, but every third down, like I feel like they need like that slot receiver. I mean, I know Sammy Watkins got hurt yesterday. I don't know. You watch more Chiefs than I do. I don't know what you see, kind of like that slot receiver who can, you know, third down, third and five, beat that man to man. I don't know. Yeah, that yeah that normally is Watkins, and unfortunately, I don't have – like, I was watching Red Zone, basically, so you probably watched more of this game than I did, um, which I, I was really frustrated because, I mean, Chiefs, Raiders, can we at least, you know, get that game on CBS or something? But, uh, 
unfortunately not. But yeah, I mean, Henry Ruggs was running past Aguilar these guys, too. And he seemed Aguilar too. Yeah, I mean, he's really fast, and when he can catch, I mean, he's <laughs> a decent asset. So I'm sure the Eagles are really mad that he's doing some stuff uh, for the Raiders after uh, he, I don't know, wasn't signed or whatever, released from the Eagles. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, fr- I mean, the, the secondary, I mean, the Chiefs defense normally figures it out at some point. So I'm not too worried about that. I am worried about these quick possessions the Chiefs have, and they just give the ball back to the Raiders with a tired defense. I, it's so annoying. And I, I'm worried about the offense because I'm worried about this team in general because we did get kind of lucky last year because we were trailing so much in all three of our games in the playoffs, and we could have easily lost in the first round. Um, we could have easily lost to the Patriots if they had beaten the Titans and lost to them in our first game. So um, I'm not panicking, but I am pretty frustrated because uh, I hate the Raiders, and, and that was just a really bad loss. And it was, it was so predictable because it was sandwiched right in between uh, – was it the Ravens, uh, the Patriots yeah. game and yeah. the game, but um, let's move on from the Chiefs. Let's go to the next or the probably the biggest story. Dak Prescott goes down, terrible leg injury or ankle injury, compound fracture, uh, dislocation. Um, so I, I heard he's about uh, out six months, so he'll be ready for the off season. Um, this coming year, the Red Rifle comes in and he gets the Cowboys a W. Um, do you? I mean. He's got a lot of weapons. Yeah, he didn't have a lot of weapons in Cincinnati. He's got, you know, a, a winning record as a quarterback. I think he can win this division. I mean, going eight and eight or something. What What do you see for the Cowboys? Yeah. So obviously, we talk. Uh, my guy, uh, Mike McCarthy, running the show over there. So <laughs> actually, like I thought, Dak and McCarthy offensively had it rolling. Like you talked about the weapons. Like McCarthy's offense, we talked. Like he's not really innovative. Doesn't use a lot of motion. So he relies on a lot of like isolation. It was just beat you one on one, especially on the outside receivers. And Dallas has that. They have three dudes that your top three corners, no way, all of them be able to guard their top three guys. I mean, I think their best receivers, the rookie from Oklahoma, Lamb, and you still have you still have Amari Cooper and uh, Michael Gallup as well. And then Jeff Wilson kind of came on a little bit yesterday. Then you had Dak, and you still had Zeke. I mean. When the Packers won the Super Bowl with McCarthy, they had James Jones, Greg Jennings, Jordy Nelson, Donald Driver, like four really, really good receivers. But they could never really run the ball like this Dallas team could. Um, obviously, the Dallas defense was absolutely terrible. So whether whether Dak got hurt or not, I don't think they were. They probably they could have won that awful division. But long term, I don't think they were really much of a factor. But obviously, just dev- devastating. Dak still hasn't gotten his contract yet. I mean, that's that's a whole other yeah. conversation. Just kind of. That is tough. Feel, yeah, feel I think him, I, really. I think the the Cowboys will just give him the deal that they offered this year, um, that Dak rejected at the end of this year, and, and and as long as he like recover, I think a quarterback is okay. I mean, he's not like a receiver, or it's not like a you know basketball where you're really going to be like that testing that ankle like all the time. I guess he is dropping back and he's the planet, but um. From what I've heard, it's it's the surgery went well, but I mean, you hear that after every single surgery um, that's ever happened that it went really well, so, unless it's uh, unless it's Tyrod Taylor getting stabbed by his doctor. I guess that didn't go too well, but uh, yeah, dude, I think I think the Cowboys can still win that division. I mean, they are loaded. so loaded, and I think they'll get back to more uh, Zeke, which is going to be good for the offense and uh, good for versus Zeke because when he's playing well and getting his carries and receiving on those screens, where he'll pick up like fifteen yards. Yeah. That's really when the Cowboys are a big threat. Uh, I think they are, are missing kind of a tight end piece. But um, 
I, I mean, their weapons are crazy. crazy. Their defense is atrocious. I mean, Daniel Jones was able to do some damage. <laughs> um, but uh, speaking of Daniel Jones, let's switch to a guy that was drafted um, in front of him, I believe, right? Oh, Dwayne yeah. Haskins. Um, and, and the Redskins in general. So Dwayne Haskins was benched for Kyle Allen uh, this past game. Kyle Allen got hurt. And Alex Smith coming off two years later after one of the most gruesome injuries in NFL history. Um, total reconstruction of his leg. They were worried about diseases that he might even die or have his leg amputated. He came in and immediately got sacked by Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald was doing like a piggyback <laughs> on his back. And Alex Smith was still able to like walk around with 300 pounds on his back. So I uh, can only imagine what Alex Smith's putting up in the squat rack. But I mean, his, his leg looked okay. I think you got to go. Dwayne Haskins has only played 11 games. I think you got to. Um, Keep him in and see what you've got. And if you really don't like him, at least you you know for sure that he's not good because you're not getting that big of an increase or increase at all with uh, certainly not Kyle Allen. And then I don't know about Alex Smith. They're throwing a bunch of short passes. But what, what did yeah, you see so in that game? First off, if you're a college quarterback don't and you want to play in the NFL, don't go play for Urban Meyer. I mean, you look at like his other yeah. – I mean, Alex Smith is probably his best quarterback he's ever put in the NFL. I know Alex Smith had some glory, glory years in the – for your Kansas City Chiefs then. But, uh, but I mean, like, you look at Urban Meyer's, like, system in college, translating the NFL, I mean, just the spread offense, the zone reads, the the bubble screens, the the one-read offense, bunch of quick slants. Like, it just – it really doesn't translate to the NFL. I mean, Dwayne Haskins isn't really working with much. I mean, you saw the offensive line yesterday. I mean, I don't know. How, I, think, I think St. Louis had, like – or, excuse me, L.A., the Rams had five or six sacks. I mean, Alex Smith was moving pretty well, I thought. But, I mean, I think Robin Bear is a really good coach. And, I mean, he's with him in practice every day. I I think he's seen enough. I guess he's seen enough, man. I, I don't really know. I, I A lot of my buddies are Redskins fans. I always ask them about it. And they're like, dude, trust me, Dwayne Haskins is terrible. I can't throw the ball. So, I'll have to roll. I'll have yeah, to roll I probably Alex Smith I don't think forward, I think. I mean, why, why the hell not? Yeah, yeah. I think they could do that. They're, I really think they don't like Haskins yeah. in the organization. And uh, obviously Rivera wasn't there when they drafted him, so there's no real like, hey, he's my guy. I want to make this work. So it doesn't look like uh, we wasted a draft pick. I've heard that he's not real responsive to coaching um, from like – there's like reports about that. So I don't know how accurate that is. Uh, he came in a little overweight like his first year. So, I mean – if you can't be coached up, it's really tough to to succeed in this league. So I think he's going to go down the, the Josh Rosen route. And I think the Redskins are hoping they can trade him for, you know, maybe a third round pick. Um, the Cardinals or, uh, got a second round pick. Boy, for uh, Sam Darnold too. I mean, yeah. I, think, I think the Redskins would be stupid not to jump all over that. I think he's legit. I don't know what your opinion is on him. I think he's okay, but I, I don't know. He's – I think he's better than like yeah. Daniel Jones and and but uh I don't know. I don't know. It, it's tough when they're in that yeah. out of a situation. But he does show flashes, but I really don't like some of the like turnover and he doesn't seem that accurate in the pocket. Like when he gets out outside of the pocket on the run, he's better uh that way. Let's um let's go to another young quarterback, Baker Mayfield taking down a not young quarterback in Philly Rivers. Uh, the Browns moved to four and one. Uh, they beat the uh, Colts 32 to 23. 
the, the Browns tried to hand – I watched this game. Uh, this is one of the games I really locked in on. The, the Browns tried to give the game away to the Colts at the end. Uh, just Baker had a bad interception, and, and they really didn't want to seize the game. But then Philly Rivers would get the ball, and, and he was just terrible. He's throwing interceptions like he always does. The Colts are have one missing piece, the same piece they had last year, and that's the quarterback position. They got a quarterback, 25 mil a year, and this guy stinks. I think they're better with Brissett. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I know you had to uh, throw some shade on your boy Phillip Rivers real quick, but I actually watched most of that game. Being up in Ohio, man, I'm in dog pound territory up here. So a lot of, a lot of Browns fans <laughs> around me. Got to interact with Browns fans all the time here. But uh, I think the Browns are actually very legit. Uh, they are they have a really, really good front seven. I think that's a really good recipe for success in the NFL. Yeah, Miles yeah, Garrett's like, a beast. Olivier Vernon too, coming off the end, like and you, like, like you talked about, like the Chiefs formula, like when, to beat the Chiefs when you can rush four and drop seven and stop the run too without blitzing, you know that's gonna give you that's gonna give you a huge advantage. And then obviously offensively they can pound the rock. And then Baker's talk about throwing outside the pocket. I think Baker's like more accurate on the run, uh, like really, really, really good in play action, like top top quarterback in play action. And they have weapons, Odell. Juice, uh, Austin Hooper, too, at tight end. And Kareem Hunt's a stud. Like, imagine the Chiefs still had him. Oh, every time he runs the ball, I, I just get depressed because he's, he's so, so good. good, man. He's just, so you can, you can only have so many convicted felons on the football field between him and Tyreek Hill. So true. That, that yeah, we we got to keep, it. <laughs> we gotta keep yeah. it in single digits this year. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, I think the Browns are for real. And it seems like Stefanski he's really is like – He's a coach. He's doing some good things, and he's uh, – Baker's responding well to him, and they, they got to keep OBJ happy. And I saw he he had like a thirty yard. Yeah, pass no, he, played, he looked good. Like through third, looked good. Yeah. So yeah, Browns good. Um, Colts. I mean, their defense really is good. Pretty I think dang really good. good. Yeah. Um, so I mean that that's a interesting team to watch. I think they'll definitely make the playoffs. But uh, let's shift. Uh, perfect transition to next week. Um, so I've got five like marquee games that we'll talk about like a minute each, and then uh, we'll get out of here. So we'll stay with the Browns. They're at Pittsburgh. Um, wow, big game, big game for the uh, AFC North. Um, I think the what, Pittsburgh's yeah, four and zero. Is that right? Uh, against four, yeah, four and one Cleveland team. Um, Pittsburgh's good. I mean, Chase Claypool obviously had an insane game. I mean, they're just a wide yeah. receiver factory. And I don't know. I don't know. Everyone says they're good at drafting receivers. But it might be they're good at developing. Because, uh, I mean, everyone, this is like a theme across drafts of every sport. They're like, this team's really good at drafting. Is it that? Or is it they're good at developing these young players? They give them all the coaching and all the resources they need to, like, succeed, study the playbook and all that. So I think it's a lot more developing these guys than it is, like, drafting talented people. Because, I mean, all these guys are really talented and you're just kind of nitpicking when you – Pick one over the other. But um, I think Pittsburgh wins this game. They look really good. Um, but, I mean, watch it. If Cleveland can run the ball. But uh, Pittsburgh's defense really good. is insane. Really good. Absolutely insane. A lot, lot of, like, lot of like Who do you think wins? type players, too. Yeah. My yeah. Marcus Dupree, that guy yeah. is, is a beast. They got Watt. Um, Mika. Mika's really tough. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think Pittsburgh wins. What, yeah, what I'll – I'll roll with Pittsburgh as well. I'm really, I'm really high on Big Ben. One, one of my buddies always gives me, gives me a lot of shit for this, but like, I, I think Big Ben is just like, like you talked about the wide receivers, but I think Big Ben elevates them. Like he just gets the ball out to him. Um, 
and then just let them go. Like, a lot of teams refuse to play rookie receivers. Like, the Packers are one of them. Like, they draft receivers, and they're slow to play young receivers. I think that helps with their development. But I'll go Pittsburgh. I'll go, I'll go roll with Big Ben and the D, keep it rolling. Next game, we got uh, Chicago versus Carolina. Uh, this isn't a great game, but Carolina's three Mike Davis. now, I believe. Teddy, Teddy Two Gloves. Uh, I mean, he's good. And he's a guy that, like, I always thought he was pretty good because the he was good on the Vikings until he got hurt. And then, like, people just thought. Then he went to the Saints. Uh, he won some games there, but people still didn't really buy into him. Um, but Carolina, even without a McCaffrey, they've been pretty good. And then Chicago coming off a big win against the Bucks, um, so I think this will be an interesting NFC game. Um, I don't know. I think this is a is Carolina for real game. Can they like have a nice competitive game against the Bears? Um, in Carolina, I'm gonna go Carolina. I think. What are you looking for in this game? Ways, man. I think it's kind of hard to find out. I mean, I know Chicago had a big win Thursday night, but I don't know how much you really buy into that offense. I know they're really good defensively. Um, I'll, I'll go Carolina. I, I need a, I need a uh, Carolina win for my pack, so I'll go Carolina. True. Great transition to the next game. We got Green Bay at Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay wins this because they're just – they need this win more than Green Bay. They need to keep pace with the Saints in that division. It just seems like a, a more desperate team than uh, Green Bay is. But, I mean, I think it'll be pretty high scoring. It, it'll be cool just seeing Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady um, – what, what do you Absolutely. Think I think both are still playing at an extremely high level in uh, their careers at this point. Uh, I think the, I'm going to go with the Pack, man. Uh, the Pack are going to get some reinforcements back here off the bye. Uh, Devonta Adams hasn't really played since week one. Kenny Clark hasn't played since the first half of week one. He's their best defensive tackle by far. Those two guys should be back. I mean, those are two of their top six players, arguably. Um, but I think it's going to be really high scoring again. The Packer, they're going to be in the mix of things in the NFC. It's just going to come down to their defense. Like, they, they can run it. They can throw it offensively. They have a really good O-line. I mean, are they going to be able to stop Brady and all the receivers and tight ends? Uh, I think Green Bay can outscore them. So, I've got to roll with the Pack, man. And then we got Kansas City versus Buffalo. This is a 5 p.m. Monday night game that got pushed back because Buffalo's playing on Tuesday this week. So, they'll be playing on a short week. Um, I think Kansas City is going to win this game because they're mad um, that they lost. Coming off a loss, I think Andrew Reid's got a really good record. I think this team's going to refocus after uh, a tough game against the Raiders. I like the defense coming back pretty strong. And, I, I, I mean, their offense is just better than Buffalo's. And, and I think those receivers can beat the corners in Buffalo, yep. which is their strong suit. Um, so, I mean, I got Kansas yeah, City in that Yeah, really one. good matchup. You just hit on it. Uh, the secondary of Buffalo versus the, the weapons of KC. I just don't think Buffalo has an answer. For, no one really has an answer for Kelsey, but I don't think Buffalo does at all. Micah Hyde, I've seen him try to guard tight ends in Green Bay. I, I, don't, I think Kelsey's a little too much for him. And the Chiefs are going to be desperate as hell. They're going to come out. They're going to come out ready to go. Yeah. So. Because, yeah, now that there's only uh, one team that gets to buy, huge. these games are huge. So Kansas City versus Buffalo. It's a game swing, and the winner team, winning team gets the tie break. So, I mean, this is a really big game for both teams. So, I think it's going to be played at a really high level. I don't trust no. Josh Allen just yet. He's really exciting to watch, but I, I think he's overrated right now. Um, hopefully, that doesn't <laughs> doesn't bite me in the butt on uh, Monday at 5. But last game, before we get out of here, 
Arizona Cardinals versus Dallas. Um, a decent game. Had to put it in here because it's Dallas and it's Kyler Murray. Red Rifle versus Arizona. Um, I think Dallas. I think they. I think they galvanize around uh, Dak's injury and start playing hard for him. Um, and they're coming off a big win against the Giants. Uh, and I don't know if Arizona's for real. I think they have a good offense, but I don't think they have. A gr- like a very deep roster across the board on offense and defense. So I think yeah, Dallas I think wins. I think Andy Dalton's going to be going to be solid. I think he'd be a a sneaky fantasy football pickup as well. I mean, he's going to have he's got the weapons. Mike McCarthy's offensive dude, um, so he should he should be able to slide right in there. I'll I'll roll with you. I'll go with Dallas as well, man. Shout out the Red Rocket. Shout out to the Red Rocket. All right, that wraps up our podcast for today on Monday night. We'll be back later this week with uh, another episode of journalistic integrity reed thank you for uh joining me this was awesome and yeah uh, man thank you for having me on again buddy really appreciate it later man